already met the Thanes of Rigel and even followed them on their quest across the sea, but now travel back to the city they call home mere days after their departure, where a brand new story is taking shape. Set upon by bad luck, a group of disparate individuals find themselves forced to work together at the behest of the rich and the powerful. But in Rigel, nothing is ever quite as it seems. With new powers on the rise and the city's thanes gone, will others rise to the occasion or discover they're not quite heroes at all? The Pod Called Quest presents Quest Side Story. Everybody, welcome back to the Pod Call Quest. As per usual, I'm your friendly neighborhood game master, Josh. And I'm Stephanie. I'm Shane. I am Foz. I'm Laura. And I'm David. Quite an episode last week, huh? Mm. Yeah. It was crazy. Lots of talking. Lots oh, of talking. Oh, that makes me scared for what's coming. More talking. I mean, li- apparently more. you're going to have to talk to this <laughs> tiny person. More listening. <laughs> more listening. Oh. Yeah, we got, we like learned some crazy stuff, like a lot of things, like something's up with the prime minister. I haven't actually listened back to the episode, so I don't know what. Yeah, we don't know how long uh, Quest Side Story is going to be going on. So we got to get this plot. We've got to get this ground yeah, covered. We got to get it cranking. We got to get thick. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that big yeah. BBEG? Oh my God. We're the, we're the BBHE guys. Oh, we're the big bag. I just figured it out. It oh was my us. god, it was us the whole time. No, <laughs> the perfect crime. We actually got a theory on Twitter. I want to call out the username. I did see this theory. Uh-oh. A theory. Yeah, yeah. I've seen this. In- interesting. So, uh, <laughs> Nicholas Ferguson uh, at Nico. N-I-C-H-O Ferguson on Twitter is theorizing that the vigilante or wannabe Batman is the prime minister and she's the vigilante. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, that's out of left field. That what a theory. Be... Let's not rule it out. Let's I'm not, not ruling rule it out. out. Hey, Let's not rule it out. Anything is possible. In my head, I'm we'll trying see. to think. <laughs> Josh, trying... Josh's face right now. I mean, vigilantes can do some crazy shit in Pathfinder. And you said this... this individual is a little over three feet tall yeah give or take i, Vigil- I missed i think i missed that the first time around when we let first me reiterate him. uh vigilantes 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 <laughs> can do some crazy shit in pathfinder they can they yeah. can disguise themselves quite a bit so yeah. so it's not off Just the table they only operate at night and the prime minister has a nine to five so oh, yeah what's she has to sleep a likely story <laughs> Have we ever seen the vigilante and the prime minister of the room at the same time? <laughs> Boom! Roasted! Done! Confirmed! Call Rogan! <laughs> Where is the lie? Where is no, the lie? No, seriously. I, lo- I love the theory. I'm on, I'm on Nico Ferguson's side. No, for real. I That's subscribe funny. to it. I'm into it. I would not be disappointed if I that think were it's the fine. Case. I think it's possible. Let's see. No, I think that thank uh, you for thank you for sharing your theory. I would like I I speak on behalf of all of us. If you guys want to share your theories with us, for sure, jump on over to Twitter, send them our way, uh, to Instagram, to our Discord, all of that. It's so fun hearing what you guys think. And, and the, the the subreddit is oh, is yeah. good too. It's not it's not very active. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a bed man, but if I was, I would say Nick Fergs, you probably don't guess a lot of things right the first time. 
<laughs> Sorry, Nikki. Uh, we, we love, we love just, you? Be, just because we've met three people in Rigel doesn't mean two of them are the same person. <laughs> but they could be. Thank you for listening to our show. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't mean to talk trash. I like it. I love a good conspiracy. I'm into it. So does Foz. Love it. I mean, I mean, based off of uh, wait, did everybody did they get a chance to listen to the episode? Did they get to hear yeah. the little secret bit? Uh, well, obviously you heard it, Shane, because you were involved. That Shane and I did oh, when I Hannibal rolled that it. check. Oh, wait, I haven't why listened I to over it. it. Yeah, Fuck. I heard it. Yeah. You're I gonna, haven't heard it. Oh, you're going to just tell him. Oh, well then. No, nah, I mean, we should, we should wait. I would rather operate. Wait. I, I, I like the, the privilege of being able to play my character with the ignorance. Yeah. Like with fun. true ignorance. If well, I can, they, they all got, to yeah, hear you them. can't trust Stephanie to role play. Right. They all oh, okay. got to hear the thing after. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. thanks. As soon as they put their headphones on after, they got to hear that exchange. So I think yeah. they could put two and two together. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but okay. Then what, what, for the people who didn't listen to the episode, so Shane doesn't count because he was involved. Foz doesn't count because he listened. What do you guys think is going on? What thing? What do you think happened? I think that. Uh... I I think that something's up with the prime minister and that she is just projecting her image into that room, but she's truly off somewhere else. That's what I uh, thought I as well. I thought yeah. I, I, it's like an illusion that she's there. It's not actually yeah. there. In all honesty, Stephanie is theorizing that she is still recovering and in not good shape from whatever attack that she was in and is trying to maintain like a sense of like, oh, everything is fine. Yeah, I don't think it's somebody else pretending to be her. I think that she just wanted to meet with this person, knew it wouldn't be smart to do so this soon after an assassination attempt on her sure. life, yeah. and then used utilize the magic that she has at her disposal to do this. I will yeah. say she did sign Hannibal's spellbook. That was the day before. Correct. So it's not like this is a constant thing. Yeah, I don't think like. I don't think that so she was she, an illusion. Okay, that, that would be some sense. that would be some crazy magic. No, I don't to get think she was happen. an illusion then. I think she knew yeah. like this person's coming. It was just that one time. Um, she had enough leeway or headway to like prepare for another attempt at her life. So to yeah, speak. I mean she's she's the fucking prime minister. You know, if she needs to call in a favor, she's smart as fuck and she's got resources. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. Or that, she's a vigilante. Or no. she goes around oh. in, a tiny, in a tiny crow costume. Yeah. <laughs> no, guys, I have to correct you. As Shane said, a vigilante. Vigilante. <laughs> a vigilante, of course. Thank you, Josh. Oh. You're welcome. Speaking of the vigilante, I want to talk to. Her. Yeah, please. I'm no. super excited. <laughs> anyway, whether or not whether or not the theory is true. Nick Ferguson, thank you for sharing. I love hearing yeah, all of your yeah, theories. All of yeah, seriously. So, throw them our way. We, we love seeing that. If anything is even is it a little spoilery, maybe Mark, uh, maybe say something. Say like, hey, this might be a spoiler. Spoiler warning. Spoiler yeah. Warning. And then if anyone reads past that text, it's their own fault. Their Sorry. fault. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, last episode, you guys tried to do a little stakeout. You tried to uh, see what would happen. You guys like went to the same similar area that uh, Faye had gone. And you spent a little time, a little reconnaissance with Arkrov. And then you guys uh, met up with this guy, Ezra, this new yes. person. Ezra Brannig. Brannig. Branning. I thought it was Branning. Branning. I'm going to write that Branning. down. Branning. Branning. Yeah. yeah. Seemed like a great guy. Ezra Branning. Sounds like he owns Branig, an Irish yeah. yeah, he seemed like somebody you can trust, you know? Like, just a really good person. Yeah. Offered um, Arkrov a job. Wanted to meet yeah. up with him later that night. They did. Seemed kind of weird. Was being a little sketchy. Got followed by Razan. Kind of seemed like there was something going on. So um, eventually, after nobody really did much of anything, had a couple of his goons come out to, I don't know, force Arkrov into some kind of, I don't know, work? Maybe? We don't really know. 
Um, yeah. And apparently they know that Arkrov is not human. Yeah. And just before we ended, they were all taken out, Ezra included, by a little tiny cloaked figure in a bird mask. The prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> Emeryn LaCroix. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Ooh. I don't mean to derail. Continue. I, I keep trying to come up with like a Batman like pun and i keep trying to think of birds the best thing i have is goose wayne that's the best thing i have <laughs> love it love it it's the only thing i have man she's dead she's dead <laughs> but it's a goose it's not a raven so that's really good though save it goose uh, wayne it's canon goose wayne but uh, let's go ahead and pick up right there. So you guys find yourself standing in this alley. You're all kind of grouped together. Ezra just disappeared upwards into the darkness of the night. And there are four or five guys just lying on the ground, apparently still alive, but just lying there, knocked out. And this little cloaked figure standing uh, between you and the exit to the main street of the alley is just standing there. And the last thing they said was, we need to talk. What do you guys do? You see Hannibal pop out of nowhere and then point to the heavens and say, oh, he got away. <laughs> Who, who are you? You see the uh, the mask coming out from under the hood just kind of cocks his head to the left. I think that's a better question for all of you. What are you doing here? Uh, I think it's a better better question for you. We should not talk here. Is there some place uh, we can go? I don't want to be around these people when they wake up. We talk now or we don't talk at all. This is on my terms. What are you doing here? We are on some sort of mission from... The Prime Minister. What does this have to do with her? She is, uh, has given us her grace to, to pursue this, uh, leads that we have. Leads on what? Be specific. Um. If you're out here, you're going to get yourselves killed. Yeah, Arkrov, like, has his mace in his hand and he kind of turns around and looks at everyone else. Uh, uh, Pestle of hell. And then he covers his mouth like, I should have said that. Look, what he means to say, we have suspicions that Bessel of Howell is running some sort of illegal and dangerous activities. So Razan says that and he, he kind of, he's kind of standing there. He's like fully covered in, in this cloak um, and just says, that information's not exactly secret. The prime minister sent us to go find out what we could about it. And so here we are. It's not any more complicated than that. What are you doing here? Clearly, you know about it. What did you find? We actually met someone that was a part of uh, this underground. Let's, let's maybe not give this stranger any more information than they need. I mean, we've only just met. You understand. I agree. And Kenzo sits on one of the faces of the dudes that's down and starts <laughs> picking through their pockets. Uh, I, um, I'm he starts to, there's a few minutes into it. That guy starts or a few moments. He starts to like convulse a little bit because you're suffocating him with your ass. <laughs> so he lifts it up just slightly. Like if he's hovering over a toilet. Okay. You hear <laughs> catches his breath. Uh, Jesus uh, Christ. I didn't get your name. I am uh, Hannibal Thatcher at your service. He did a little bout. And you are the head cocks to one side. Just kind of unnaturally. Just call me blood Raven. Uh, very well. Mr. Raven. Um, just Blood Raven. Mr. Blood Raven, uh, it seems that you knew this was going to transpire. You, or were you just here on coincidence? I've dealt with Brannock before. He's a chump, a lackey. It's not the first time he's been caught in one of my snares, and it probably won't be the last. Oh, so he didn't get away. What a relief. No, he did not. So you know what they're up to? I have some information on what they might be doing, yes. Can I sense motive on this guy? 
just to see. Yeah, what are you trying to read specifically? Ugh. I want to know if it's the prime minister. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, want to, I want to see if he, uh, if he, um, if what he did was legit. Like if he is, tr- if he was trying to subdue Ezra, or if he was trying to cover Ezra's ass, like get him out of a situation. Because we almost had him. We almost captured him. You know what I mean? Our plan was to take him back to the prime minister alive, and he beat us to the punch. So I want to see if he's. You know, for 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 lack of a better term, like if he's on our side. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and roll me that sense motive, David Felix. Uh, could you roll me a perception to see what you find in the pockets of these men? Yes, that's a eighteen sense motive. Uh, eighteen sense motive. This guy is obviously very cagey. Like you can't. It's hard. He's a little slippery. He's hard to get a read on. It does seem like from the way he talked about Brannig, he doesn't seem to be a fan of the guy. But it sounds like he's being honest about. Like, he's dealt with him before. Do I feel like I could be honest with him? From an 18, this is me maybe re- me reading into Hannibal as a character. I think Hannibal would be distrustful of this person just because he seems to land outside the law. He's obviously not sanctioned. He's not a pol- he's not an officer, gotcha. you know? So let's maybe take that into account. But, I mean, uh, possibly. I feel very good about the sense of motive description. Um, would Locke have heard of, like, living in this city and working in the city? Would she have heard of this guy, maybe, or no? Uh, do you have knowledge local? I don't. Oh, I do. I think Rosanda's too. I'm just thinking, like, with my with my character situation, if she would have heard anything. Like, is yeah, he really famous? I, I don't know. Um, I wouldn't say so. I'll let you roll just a straight intelligence check, Laura. It's going to be a higher DC um, because it's not a knowledge local. Because you're not trained in that. But um, for knowledge local, anyone who has that, they can roll it. I did. I only have a 16. Um, a 16 total? Yeah. You Once he says, oh, call me Blood Raven, that that's actually does kind of ring a bell for you. Hannibal, there is like a kind of an urban legend in Rigel about these two kind of masked figures. A number of months ago, they were seen kind of in the middle of what was essentially a riot several months ago where they like captured the person who was like instigating it and just bounded off with them. But most people just said, you know, that's not real. That didn't really happen. Like there's no, there's no like masked figures coming around like this giant bird, you know what I mean? Coming around and like grabbing people. That's, that's bullshit. But um, it seems it's real, but yeah, that's, that's what you would know about them. That's what would be like, that would be like the, the talk of the town. You know? What was that intelligence check there? Lock 18. 18. Yeah. You wouldn't know much more than what Hannibal does. It's probably, it's the weird thing is for you two who live here, it's probably very strange because you guys probably thought this was a made up urban legend, but apparently it's not. Well, it might still be. We just think this is like at the very least, this could be a person uh, pretending to be. Yeah. Like capitalizing on that myth. Sure. Sure. Mm -hmm. Totally an option Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. Okay. What was that perception check there, Felix? Uh, It was in 16 for a 21. Uh, 21, yeah. So you find between the five of them, if you search through, you probably find about 100 gold. Oof, nice. Uh, you find each of them has a long sword on them. Each of them is wearing a set of leather armor. You'll have to take that off if you want to. They're all still, you know, alive and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's up to you. And you do find two potions of cure light wounds. Nice. Ooh, cool. All right. Well, yeah, I'll just take the gold and the potions then. So we all get gold or are you carrying it? Um, He just pockets it. He's just, you know... He doesn't uh, seem like sitting, the type sitting, of sitting, yeah, He's sitting on these bodies in weird ways, uh, like roll, and just roll for pilfering to them. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Hey, don't you still have gold from the uh, apartments? Yeah, who got that gold? <laughs> you did. I did. <laughs> you said you're gonna hold on to it. You did. I also think that Arkrov versus Kenzo would go really one sided. Yeah, I so. agree. <laughs> 
Well, then again, uh, Arkov has a tank. Yeah, so, you know, at some point, some part of my, my undercarriage would be on your face at we some point. We gotta settle this. Arkov can also summon <laughs> later, a pony. Later. We'll say. settle it later. Yeah. Anyways. So, what are you going to do with him? With Ezra, I mean. I'm gonna make him talk. Oh, well, that's good. That's what we were going to do. Probably teach him a lesson or two as well. Oh. And then what? I see. Uh, just one problem with that. I, I do believe that he's had the uh, uh, chance to see uh, the face of one of our own, and I'm not sure he will be willing to um, forget it uh, quite easily. And he kind of uh, looks at Arkrov. Yes, we have some some interest in this man. What kind of interest? Well, my friends don't want me to talk about it, so, I mean... Uh, Arkrov, you, you are a free man. You may tell this... Gentlemen, what do you wish? I think it's okay. I think we should all cut the bullshit. He has information, we have information, why not share? We're clearly against the same enemy. Well, my primary concern is the Prime Minister. I do not w- wish to divulge anything that may uh, put her privacy at risk. That's it's fair. fine, I don't want to know anything going on in her office. And there you have it. I don't work with her anymore. Ooh. Anymore? Anymore. Anymore. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Sounds juicy. Spill the tea, Draw Mr. <laughs> Spill the tea. What is I don't I don't what does that mean? I don't understand. I don't have any tea. You know why they call it tea? Because you go sip it. I only, wow. I only, I only drink coffee. The blackest coffee. Pure Arabica black coffee. Dark roast. Single origin. I'm more of a blend kind of guy myself. That's fine. <laughs> Fucking shame. (laughs) We discovered someone in uh, when we were inside of an apartment building, and uh, she has been captured by Beslov Howl. His men, more precisely. She had her speech taken from her in some way. I don't know how. You found the one that got away, huh? So you know of her. I've been keeping tabs on all this. What do you know about her? I don't know anything about her. I just know they're missing one of them. What do you know about him? How? Yes, how can we uh, make him seem like target for the Prime Minister? Or worth investigating at the very least? Why would I tell you that? I don't want her involved. Why not? Because her office doesn't get anything done. You're not wrong. Well, surely if You're the one working for her. Not by choice. Sort of indentured is how I would put it. If you had more people to help you, wouldn't that be beneficial? No. Why not? I had a partner. Not anymore. Oh. What? What happened? Drama. Oh my god. <laughs> Taking notes. <laughs> oh man. Wait. So there were two of you. A partner, you said. There was. Not anymore. Is he still working for the Prime Minister? I don't know. Or I don't she? care. They do what they want. Sure. Um, was he your boyfriend? Kenzo, that's very personal. You see the head like cocked to the side. Would that be a problem if he was? No. Just uh, the tone in your voice makes me think that it may have been. Are you copying my voice? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> like, I'm kidding. He, he wouldn't really say that. I just couldn't pass up the opportunity. We're having a raspy voice off. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't really say that. I just couldn't help myself. Uh, we, have to so go, we have to see who's the raspiest now. <laughs> We're punchy today. I like it. Aye, aye, aye. Just the, uh, the tone in your voice. Sounds like uh, something reminiscent of a uh, lover's quarrel. And he kicks a dude on the ground. 
Yeah. Just cause. He's just waking up and now he's dead. Yeah, they're they're still knocked out cold. They're they're all you can hear a little there's probably one or two of them that are snoring, but they're just asleep. That's a Kenzo litmus test. He's oh just God. like, oh, are they are they gonna wake up soon? Kick. Oh, good. No. <laughs> Uh, well, Mr. Raven, I, I wish I could say it's been a pleasure, but uh, you understand we need to uh, get going before these uh, young folk wake up. Get going? Well, he's the closest thing we've had to a lead. We should still talk to him, right? Uh, I'm not so sure, Locke. Well, we're here because we're trying to help our friend. We need I'm to figure out what's going on down there. I'm not friend. I'm trying to help the Prime Minister. Yeah, so let's get our give him back to us. What do you want from us, Why Mr. would I Raven? give him over to her office? Why would I trust her? Now let us question... With all due respect, Ezra. sir, um, what are you going to do all by yourself? The same thing I do every night. Try, Try to, to take, take over, over the world. It's began the brain, 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 brain. I was waiting. I, as soon as I said it, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Just letting you guys tee off. Thanks, buddy. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be rude, but... I don't understand how you're going to take down an entire organization um, by yourself. Methodically, with planning, that's how. Not by getting myself caught in an alley with six of Bezlev's men. I'm the one who does the catching. In all honesty, he probably has a better shot at taking care of this than we do. Uh, the numbers were on our side. I would just like to not be in uh, uh, under the payroll of the Prime Minister. I'd get back about my life. Look, the Prime Minister herself admitted there's not really anything that she can do. Maybe this vigilante can actually take care of the problem. I suppose that's true. But how She's going to be playing her politics game while he's getting all the work done. I think it works out just fine. Why did you wish to talk to us, uh, Mr. Raven? I want to know what you were doing here. And now I know. So we're square then. You don't owe me anything. Very good. Well, uh, Judas, if you would like to uh, head on home, I will uh, surely escort you. So what's your goal here? You're hoping to take down Beslov Howell? I want to find out what's going on in the city. That's all I've ever wanted. Well, we How want our friend to be safe, and we want all of this to come to an end. How do we support what you're doing? Where did you find her? She She's was hiding. hiding. I assumed so. I couldn't find her either. We were sent on a mission from the Prime Minister to take care of an infestation. We ended up finding her hiding out in an abandoned building. Did you know her? I knew of her and the rest of them that they took. Yes. Did she know... I've been tailing Beslev for the better part of three months. Did she know you? No. No one knows me. Now what about all the rest? We want to make sure that they're safe too. They're still there. Are you going to help them? I'll help them by taking down those who've captured them. All right, well, we've taken it upon ourselves to try and free them as well. So either we get in your way or we help you. What do you prefer? You can't help me if you're working for Laveau. It seems something happened between you two. No, it seems something didn't happen. Ooh. I really don't care what did or didn't happen between you. There are people that are in trouble and we want to save them. That's the whole point. No matter what happens in the city, bombings, riots, an assassination attempt on her herself, she doesn't do anything about it. She's a politician. That's all she's ever been. Useless. You're not wrong. And here we are. There's nothing we can do to get out of helping her, so let us help you as well. I mean... And actually get some stuff done. We have a personal stake. If Beslov Howe is dead... We don't have to work for the Prime Minister, right? Who cares if the, we kill some of his men? The only reason we're working for her is because of him. Because of Beslov Howell. I don't have any plans on killing him. That's the easy way out. What a shame. What well, would you way, do? Put him in prison. Forever. That works as well. 
doesn't the prison system work under like the current government? So like your ideals are a little against, you know, I'm it a doesn't have to be here and it doesn't have to be a state sanctioned prison. Uh, um, Look, another question. Who hurt you, crow man? <laughs> he just like the blank eyes from this mask just stare at you. No sound. Hands out. These questions are very personal. I mean, he's asked us a lot of questions. I felt like, hey, we're literally in a dead end. He is a dead end. I am. We have been talking in circles. Look, Bloodraven, whatever happens after tonight, it's either we go to jail or we help the prime minister find out what's going on. So we're going to be continuing forward regardless of whatever you're doing. Like I said, we can work together or we'll probably get in your way. There's nothing we can do about the prime minister. Otherwise, we go to jail. What do you suggest we do? You see, they kind of stand there. The head cocks a little bit. Probably like a 30 seconds that go by in silence here. And they look over at you guys and just says, you said your friend can't talk. Mm, that's right. Is that something that was done to her? It seems so. Magic somehow. We don't know what kind. They're putting something in their food. Why don't we do a deal? What kind of deal? I've been on this case for the better part of three months. I know that Veslev and his men have been capturing individuals and doing whatever they do to them. I'll give you Brannock, but I want to examine the girl. Only if she says yes. We're not using another person as a bargaining chip. We'll have to ask I her am. permission, of course. If she agrees, then sure. If not, then we go our separate ways. I won't speak on her behalf. Where do we meet you? Don't worry. I'll find you. And right when he says that, you guys hear one of the side doors open up from inside the bar, and you see one guy stumble out and almost like fall over his friends, like, oh, come on, Jeff, come on, man. And he's just falling over. He's like, oh, and he just pukes into the alleyway. Yeah. He's like, oh my God, man, you have way too much to fucking drink, dude. Everybody, come look at fucking Jeff just throw up on his own boat with his brand new boots. And as you guys all turn around and look, you're like trying to figure out what's happening. You all turn around and Blood Raven's just gone. Arkov wants to like run out of the alley. Once he sees Blood Raven is gone. Yep, I'll cast okay. invisibility. Uh, but the guy uh, is right there. We need to take him and question him. No, no Ezra, he, he didn't Ezra's give you Ezra gone. back. He's not there. Not, not yet. Yeah. He's, he's not going to give. He's oh, not going to. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. He's not going to give you guys him unless you guys can deliver yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Faye. All right, so, take backsies. Yeah. my head got confused. So, <laughs> take backsies. Take. Yeah, he said he would find you guys. Figure out what um what you guys are going to do with that, and then he would find you. I think we all get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Where do you guys go? Locks place. Locks place. Locks place. <laughs> okay. You guys go back to Locks place. Can I have just everyone roll a perception check, please? Living in the land of the lock. <laughs> Was that a land of the lost reference? <laughs> yeah. I was wow. going to say, don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. I'm still Jenny from the lock. That was stretching it a bit more. But no, I like the it. Land, land of the lock? It was creative. It was definitely more creative. Can you smell <laughs> with the lock? He's cooking. Oh, that was the best one. That's good. That's good. Oh, my God. I'm ready with that perception. Hannibal. 22. 22. Arkrov. 15, baby. Wow. Pretty good for you. Natural 20 for, for Arkrov. <laughs> Kenzo. 16 for Kenzo. Lock. 17. And Rasan. 20. Okay. Yeah, you go through and you you don't seem a say you're not assailed or anything like that. By the time you guys get back to Locke's house, you get there and you go in and I would say by this time, uh, Faye is asleep in um, Locke's bed. She's asleep. What time is it? It's late. I mean, you guys got there at like nine or ten. By the time you guys have that meeting, and it's been a little bit, so it's probably by the time you get back to walk across the city like this, it's probably eleven or midnight. I mean, the city holds like between one and two million people. It's it's big. It's probably the size of the city's probably almost the size of like London. It's huge. Mm. Regal is gigantic. It's like built like on a mountain. That's actually a really good perspective. I didn't realize mm -hmm. it was that large. 
Yeah, it's know? probably it's probably like um, you said it in an episode. So, <laughs> yeah, I think I said two like point. two million. That's probably an, uh, an exaggeration. Yeah. If I really, if I'm really honest about it, but it's probably like seventeen hundred, like maybe like seventeen hundred square kilometers, maybe less than that. It's it's fucking gigantic, and it's built half on a mountain, half not on a mountain. Kilometers so. mean nothing to me, but okay. Yeah, let's just start <sighs> using the word stones. <laughs> it's like it's it's probably. <laughs> It's probably not this big. It's probably closer to like 600 square miles. Nice. It's huge. Okay. Miles so. mean nothing to me, so I don't know it. Just kidding. Miles. Okay. Uh, it's, like, what it's, the? Big. it's big. It's big, okay? In all Shoot. honesty, does anyone... I have a really, really hard time like conceptualizing space, like size. Me too. Yeah. Me too. It's really hard for me to it. think of like a square mile or a square... Like that's... I can't... Even just like that's ten feet away, I'm like I don't know what that is. The way that I picture it is if I'm pretty. I don't know if you guys are familiar with San Francisco very much, but it's a perfect square. So San Francisco is seven by seven Mm -hmm. miles. Oh, that's actually really good. That's a good. So if you could picture San Francisco, you could just kind of do it by then. It's weird, but San Francisco is only seven by seven miles. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's really small. small, yeah. Yeah. You can walk from like across San Francisco in a few hours. Yeah, it's probably I don't know. Let's be honest, guys. I'm just like a GM. I don't really know how this shit works. But yeah, it's probably between a million and two million people. And it's probably I don't know. Let's say let's say between five and six hundred square miles. It's like San Diego for us. So it's just it's it's all a matter of how how much populace is packed into a certain area. too. Correct. It is pretty. It's pretty condensed. Yeah. And also remember, remember, there's multiple levels to the city too. It all goes up. Like the parliamentary assemblage is higher than the rest of the city. It's like almost on a cone. And then there's like other, like it's there's a lot of buildings, high buildings. And How stuff, many square so. miles we think it? I don't know, man. Like 500 or 600. <laughs> I don't know. What about that makes acres? Sense. That makes sense. Yeah. In the end, guys, all these numbers I'm throwing out. I don't really know how big that kind of thing is or if it's even feasible in a world like this. In reality, I'm just trying to say the city's fucking huge and a shit ton of people live there. I think we have perspective now. So you guys get back to Locke's house? Yes. We tell Locke we're trading here for another person. You're talking about wow. Faye. This is Sorry. the second time you've gotten oh my mixed God. up. The fuck? So uh, Faye's asleep, so if y'all want to wake her up... Should we? Kenzo's not going to do it, because, you know... I say we let sleeping mutes lie. That old adage. We could always talk to her tomorrow. She doesn't need to know any of this stuff right now. Oh, that we're going to trade her? For no, info? that we met some vigilantes We're going to ask her. if she's okay with us trading her. That's one way of ruining <laughs> her sleep. We should ask her if she's the other vigilante. Let's yeah, let's just sleep on it. <laughs> Another theory. Some... <laughs> hey, should we have should we have a sleepover? Like, I think we're forced to. No, oh my god, my so cool. <laughs> just get oh. drink these masks. <laughs> I don't want to invite myself, but can I sleep here, dude? Foz, have you told us what color fox your dude turns into? He's silver. He's silver. He, right? he looks like okay. he looks like the Legacy. guy from Beastars. He looks like Legacy. Yeah, like, right? silver- He's yeah. a literal a silver fox. Okay, I didn't. I forgot that you said Arkham that. Arkham is a literal yeah. silver fox. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Needed to verify that because I've seen him as orange, and I'm like, this needs. To yeah, be that's just because that's how foxes look. I thought the same thing for a while. Gray foxes are fucking adorable. I'm looking at them right now, and they're very cute. If you if you look up silver fox, silver fox too, there's some. Oh, they are cute. Oh, the silver foxes are like black. Yeah. Yeah, they have that. That's what I envision is the silver fox, a little bit more black with the gray. Okay. Okay, okay. We're all fucking obsessed with foxes oh. right now. Well, cancel the episode. We're sharing screens and talking about <laughs> yes. how many foxes are there. Go. Foxes are the dogs of the cats. <laughs> what the fuck? You're not wrong. No, that's no, true. What? 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 Foxes are 
exclusively canines. No, they're the dogs of the cats. That is a thing that Shane just said. Just like snakes, snakes are the cats of the trees. Foxes are the foxes. Some snakes are in trees, but not a majority of them. For that to be their title, they're in the trees. Shane, keep going. Shane, keep going. They're not. You're speaking oh, truth fuck. right now. I'm here for everything you're saying. Wait, okay. No, I have, a le- I have a legitimate question. If foxes are the cats of the dogs and snakes are the cats of the trees, then no, what are the dogs cats? cats. Do- no. Foxes are actually the dogs of the cats. Yeah, the I messed that up. That's what you said. You said foxes are the dogs of the cats. Yeah. And, yeah. and, I, well, and I said you snakes said- are the cats of the trees. I meant snakes are the dogs of the trees. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Makes I, less sense. I hope that clears things up. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what are you guys doing now that you're here? This tangent's gone on forever. All right, Locke is going to look at all of you. Well, there's not much room, but you're welcome to spend the night if you want to. I figure we'll tell her in the morning what's going on. Let her sleep. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, good, that's fine. Good evening. And he leaves. Cannibal just leaves. He goes back up. Okay. I, I, sh- I feel like we should just wake her up. Personally. I'll be back in the morning. Ah, whatever. Yeah, let's just go to bed. Yeah. Our problem I just feel like there's no reason to wake her up. I feel like it's just going to make her cranky. <laughs> yeah, it's not like, wake up, the house is on fire. It's like, wake uh, up. It's going to make We're her cranky. trade you. Yeah, yeah like, no, we want her to totally be in a good mood for this conversation. Right. It's not we'll like tell her tomorrow. To- is also going to go back to her house. She's not going to stay the night here. Okay, so everybody goes home, except for the folks who don't. And we which reconvene I would imagine would be at 7 um, in the morning. Okay, Shut you guys come back here at 7 a.m.? 7 a.m. Yeah. on the dock. Well, those yep. that have places to sleep, Kenzo does the same thing. He's like, I'll see you in the morning. And he goes outside and falls asleep in front of the door. Locke, <laughs> as you walk outside, Locke just pokes her head out and says, you know, you can sleep inside if you want to. Do you prefer sleeping outside? He, he looks up from the ground and goes, no, I found a good, a good angle to sleep in the door well. And I don't trust that one inside, so... Huh. You know, good luck with her. Okay. Well, um, sweet dreams, I suppose. And she goes back yes. inside and okay. we go so to sleep. You guys go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the next day, everybody arrives back. It's morning time. What are you guys doing? Kenzo's trimming his toenails. Lovely. <laughs> with his katana. Ah. Yep. All right. So I think we all arrive and wait for, yeah, wait for Faye to wake up if she's not already up. We all just stand around the bed staring at her. She's probably up before any of you guys are. Okay. Because she went to bed earlier than you did, so. All right, so I think we can, uh, once we all arrive, we have a little sit down with Faye. When you guys, like, kind of pull her aside, like, she looks very skeptical. We have something to talk to you about. Her eyebrows kind of raise. Um, Locke just kind of looks at everybody else. Well, um, you see, we ran into somebody who seems to know a lot about your previous situation. And, um, he's trying to get to the bottom of it. But he needs more information from you, if you'd be willing to give it. She kind of narrows her eyes at all you guys, and then she kind of like, she moves her head in like a circle, like, go on. So it seems as though we're not the only ones who are investigating this. Yeah, like a small crow man is. In, he seems... I don't know if he's <laughs> actually... Like, a, I don't yeah, know. she gives you a look of like, what the fuck? I don't know if he's actually a crow or a man. He just wears a crow mask. In Kenzo's defense, we don't know what's under that mask. Exactly. In return, V would receive uh, an individual that we could turn over to the Prime Minister to prove that there is cooperation with your story. 
Someone you may recognize, Ezra. Let me be clear, we are not going to trade you for another human. That is not our intent. We will get you back. No, Arkrov, I'm sorry. That is not an option. Um, what they mean to say is that there has been a masked, uh, vigilante-type individual, uh, watching you at all hours of the day. And I hope that's all right. She gives you that look of that gif of that guy that has, like, the confused eyes, like, what the, like, the guy that's like... The blinks? Yeah. The blinks. <laughs> the bl- she gives you that look. Let's explain with a little bit more context. We found someone working for Best of Howell. He wanted to recruit uh, Arkrov here, except someone else got to him the same time we did. This vigilante now has Ezra, whatever his name is, in his hand. Do, do you recognize the name Ezra? Ezra Braddock. She shakes her head. He has a scar, a large scar over his eye. Shakes her head. He fit the description of everything you described. He came up to Arkrov while looking at job postings, went off to speak to someone else, came back, and wanted to hire him. It all seemed to match up. She shakes her head and shrugs, like, takes a piece of paper and says, like, the guy I talked to didn't have a scar. Maybe not the same person, but in terms of how it all went down, everything seems to match. She nods. This vigilante seemed very interested in the fact that you lost your voice and he wanted to figure out how. He's also investigating all of these missing people, everything that's been going down. He's just not working with the prime minister to do it. He doesn't seem interested in working with the prime minister to do it, in all honesty. So he wanted to hear from you. He found out that one of you had escaped or was aware of it. And he wants to know what you know. He wants to hear it from you. He has no interest in hearing it from us. And we can't learn anything from Ezra because now he's with the vigilante until he hears from you. So that's the position we're in. Well, I did get a good look at the uh, other men who seem to be patrolling the posting boards uh, with Ezra. It's not entirely impossible. We could uh, manage to get another meeting or rendezvous with these men. In all honesty, this vigilante is three months worth of information. He seems to know more than we do already. I think it would be smart to work with him. She kind of sits there for a while and takes the piece of paper and just writes down, so you're trading me for this guy? <laughs> no, not not at all, dear. I, I, I want to make it perfectly clear that uh, at least my allegiance is with you. You wouldn't have to be alone. Perhaps one of us could go with you. Would that make you feel safer? She writes down, did you ask him if you could come with me? Well, he seems to really want to study you. So if he wants to get his hands on you, then he'll um, cooperate with our terms. That's how it works, right? He didn't strike me as the cooperative type. We can always find out. We agreed to nothing. This isn't us trading you. This is you making a decision. Do you want to find out more information? If so, this is how you do it. We have no stake in this. We're doing this all for you. You decide what to do next. Last I heard, the lady wanted no one else involved. She nods. If you want the rest of those people that you were down there with to be free, then this is our best shot. Roll of diplomacy there, Locke. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Can I aid? I literally have like a negative on, one. On Faye's side. <laughs> sure. Oh, Jesus. Eight. <laughs> Eight diplomacy. Someone aid me, please, for the love of God. I did not aid. No. Arkrov, want to help? I'll, Anyone with high diplomacy? I don't know if I can aid at this point, because you already called out the number. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't oh, say it before. Shit. Yeah. Did I ruin it? We all have we have to aid ahead of well, time. People should have spoken up if they wanted to yeah. aid a four-year-old. Alright, eight. I'm sticking to it. She kind of just stares at you guys for a little while, looks down at the piece of paper, just writing something out on the paper. She just says, Who is this guy again? He goes by the cool ass name Blood Raven. She immediately upon hearing it looks like she would be laughing if she could make any sound. 
<laughs> so I take it you haven't heard of him. She shakes her head. As funny as it is, he's got our only lead. Bit of an urban legend around these parts, but uh, uh, suffice it to say, he does exist. Yeah, he took out like six men in, I don't know, 30 seconds? Less? 12 seconds? Six seconds. Uh, He seems like he really means business. Yeah, very serious. Frankly, the trail stops here if you don't do this, which is fine, but that's up to you. Here's where it's get, it gets complicated, though. It seems as if he did have a previous working relationship with the Prime Minister, and now apparently he works alone. Perhaps we could have the Prime Minister vet him. She seems to have some background on him. Maybe she knows whether or not he's worth trusting. Well, it seemed he didn't really trust her. So I don't know if we're going to get a completely, um, you know, unbiased opinion from her. But it wouldn't hurt to ask, I suppose. Sounds like she trusted him at one point. Or they trusted each other at one point. True. Either way, if you're worried about whether or not this guy is legit, he didn't tell us not to tell the Prime Minister about what he was doing. She just writes down and holds up. I want to meet him first. That's fair. He said he'd find us, so I guess we wait. I don't know. So, do you think he's at, like, the front door now, or...? He probably only comes out at night. Do you think he's, like, on the roof? If he's some sort of vigilante, then he probably has a, you know, a daytime persona of some kind. Which I doubt he'd reveal to us. Right, I just mean he wouldn't come around during the day. I do remember rolling a perception check last night and not rolling as good as I could have, so... (laughs) Very possible that he knows where we are. <laughs> nope. The GM is shaking his head now. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> she just kind of like raises her hand up like she isn't, I don't know, like... How about this? He's going to find us one way or another, I'm sure. Once he does, we'll have you meet him and uh, go from there. Until then, what can we do? More jobs for the Prime Minister, I guess. I'm sure they'll put us to work. She kind of slowly nods her head. At the very least, I think you should hold on to that bomb. She holds it up. Yes, it's yours to keep, of course. Look, the Prime Minister never gave us a timetable. I think we should milk this one for as long as we can. Yes, I agree with this. Why get ourselves into more trouble? You almost died, Locke. As I... soon as you say that, you hear a knock at the door. Uh, who is it? Sheriff Hadmore. Locke kind of looks wide-eyed. I don't get it. <laughs> I have a lovely reputation with the constabulary. We're busy right now. Go away. I open the door. <laughs> Good morning, Sheriff. Pleasure to see you. Uh, Good morning, you Mr. Thatcher. I'm, I'm not interested in coming in, but I have to say, um, the Prime Minister wants to see you all. Wants a debrief on what happened last night. So um, make your way over whenever you can. Hope to see you later today. Very and good. He, kinda, he bends down and gives a little scritch to uh, to your dodo and then uh, goes, goes and walks down the way. Well, all right then. Guess that settles that. You see Faye holds up a piece of paper and it just says, Timing. Indeed. I suppose we could eat after. The market's just down the way if you want to eat now. I don't think we should keep Emran waiting. <laughs> of course you don't. All right. You see, Faye, Faye holds up a, sign, a piece of paper just says, first name basis? Question mark. He wrote that quite fast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry. Is the sheriff still here or did he leave? No, he, he left. Oh, okay. So we should decide now. Do we tell her about what we saw, the vigilante? I don't think it would hurt to tell her, right? I don't think we should lie to her either. No, I don't think so either. We're under no obligation to hold back. In fact, I think it's probably good to hear what the Prime Minister has to say about him. And Bloodraven didn't 
specifically say not to tell her anything. He just said he didn't personally want to give her any leads or information. So that doesn't mean that we have to hold back anything, right? Yes, there are always two sides of the coin, so we must see both. Uh, I have grown quite fond of you all, I hope you know. However, if I am uh, torn between choosing uh, between the lot of you and the Prime Minister, my allegiance lies with her. I hope you know. It's fair. Sure. Very good. No hard feelings then? Uh, Of course not. I say we'd be perfectly honest with her. Then let's do it. Honesty is the best policy after all. Any objections, Faye? She shakes her head. Well, all right. Honesty is all fine and good until it gets you killed, old man. Has it got me killed yet? No, nope, but you've lived more years than the rest of us, so I guess it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> That's all he says. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we do go. Do we go to the prime minister? Yeah, we do. I don't know. Do you? <laughs> yeah, we do. Let's okay. go. This guy. Okay, you're there. Wow. Okay, smash cool. cut. Smash <laughs> cut. Yes. Fast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's right there. don't just stand there in the doorway. Yes. Come in, sit down. We really were right there. All right, so we we go inside. Let's take a seat. So, how did last night go? We That's met good, some huh? Vigilantes. It was the single, singular old man. The singular. Yes, just one vigilante. You met a what? The birdman, blood crow, crow blood, the blood raven. Yes. Everything went according to plan until we finally got to the very end. And then a vigilante by the name of Bloodraven appeared and took our witness. What do you know about him? He said he used to work with Sue. That is a bit of an exaggeration. I had a tentative relationship with him and his previous partner in the sense that I could gather information with them. It wasn't exactly above board. And who was his uh, previous partner? By the name of the Jackal. And no, I don't know who they are. I know little about them. They are just very good at their jobs. I haven't spoken to either of them in a number of months. Why is this? From what my guards have been telling me, there have been numerous, and I mean numerous, attacks and deaths that seem to be at his hand over the last several months. You mean the Jackal or Blood Raven? The Raven. I was not under the impression that Blood Raven took lives. Apparently, he does whatever he wants. Were all these deaths criminals, by chance? It depends on how you define the word, Locke. Gotta love that. Ugh. What happened to your relationships that things went separate ways? <sighs> we'll just say I stopped being co- in contact with them after a number of occurrences and... It's not exactly useful being tied to someone who's murdering people in the streets. Smart political move, yes. Ironic political move, because, you know, we murdered people. Anyway, um... So what did he say? He's also been investigating the same thing that we are. Okay, I, I assume so. He seems to know just about everything that we do so far, and perhaps more, but he wouldn't share anything with us. Of course he wouldn't. He did share that the jackal is missing. I think they're lovers. Vigilante lovers. He said that they're missing. Love vigilantes, if you will. No, he said they weren't working together anymore. Not that he was missing. He has not seen him, so... Yeah, missing. Either way, I haven't been in contact with either of them in several months. I haven't heard much about the Jackal recently, but there's no reason to believe that they're missing. Likely, just like the Raven, they're likely just another citizen. We don't know who they are. 
Believe me, I've had people look into it. He wants, uh, he wants to meet with Faye in... What? Yes. He wants to meet with her, but he will also give us uh, Ezra. Ezra is one of Howell's men. He's the one we were okay. going to catch. The one that was trying to recruit Arkrov. Okay. He's taken Ezra, who has all the information that we could work with in exchange for all the information that Faye has. Interesting. What would he want to do with her? Probably find out more information. He said he's kept tabs on her since she was in their possession. No, he, he said that he just knew that she was gone and tried to look for her. He wants to understand what happened to her down there, so he wants to study her. He knows that she went. she's one that got away. She said, he said that she got away. The yes. one that got away. Right. He knows that... One of the people that had been taken had escaped, and he didn't know what happened after that. He even asked us where we found her. He couldn't find her himself. It is my assumption that uh, Howell's operation has been under the purview of Blood Raven for quite some time. Uh, multiple months, he said. So all of the comings and goings, including Faye, have not gone unnoticed by our friend, the Masked Vigilante. He's interested in learning what he can from Faye. We are interested in learning what we can from Ezra. We just want to know if he's if he's trustworthy. That's not so easy of a question. He doesn't operate within any sort of bounds or law. So in that case, no, he's not trustworthy. I'll ask you but another question. For the time that I worked with him, he and his partner seemed that they were looking out for the best of the city. But once that shifted to beating people to death in the streets, whatever his reasons were, I had to cut things off. I'll ask another question. Are we better off going to him for more information, or are we better off going into the belly of the beast, trying to get in the middle of that operation? Both are risky. Which one, in your opinion, is riskier? I mean, obviously it's going directly after Howell. What, what, what do you mean, going into, straight into the belly of the beast? You're going to march an onslaught against their homestead? Not at all. You would all die, if not worse. I'm saying it was stupid of us to even try what we did yesterday. Going straight to them and trying to kidnap one of his men to question him? We were idiots for doing it, but it's the only option we had. Are we safer trying a move like that again, or are we safer trying to go to find out what this vigilante knows? Blood Raven isn't who he used to be. So other than that, I, I, I don't have reason not to trust him. Uh, I understand he is not uh, trustworthy. However, I do understand that he is resourceful. He is. As well as that, I understand that you keep uh, in, in your cadre uh, those that are equally untrustworthy and equally resourceful, such as Lord Howell himself. Well, I'm not the one who decides who makes it onto Parliament. I understand, our Prime Minister. Uh, what I am simply saying is that uh, even though he may operate outside the law, we might have mutual interests. I don't see any problem with going in with caution. A great course. deal of it. Whatever his goals are, they are his, even if they are somewhat parallel to ours. They are still his. And at this point, he is an unquantifiable variable in this entire equation we're dealing with. X! You I'd, were talking probably about X. I'd, I'd probably make him B, obviously, but X works as well. Typically, sure. you solve for X and not B. You can solve for any letter. That's how basic algebra works. I understand the basic algebra, Prime Minister. Well, you could. It's the, the letter itself doesn't matter. It's just representing an unknown. Well, actually, and he goes into this entire mansplaining diatribe. Yeah, why, why don't you go ahead and do that for us, Shane? God, please, no. <laughs> go to Google. Typically, the first example of uh, solving for an unknown variable is X, because it's presented on an axis. 
where we have X, Y, and Z. Typically one being horizontal, the other being vertical, and Z being uh, three-dimensional. So X is the first in a series of unknown variables. Yes, of course, but if you're going to consider this, what what about the Pythagorean theorem, the, the Achillean philosopher and mathematician from ancient times? Um, stop, a squared plus B squared stop, equals C squared. Stop. Why would that not be X, Y, and Z? I just remembered something. Please stop. Ugh. Pythagoras was a twat. The Blood Raven didn't kill any of the men that we were affronted with yesterday, now that I think about it. None of them were dead. I know, I kept kicking them. You're right. And I did fart on one man. <laughs> he just captured them. You said he was murdering people in the streets. For what reason? Yes, none of these people were dead. Maybe it's his ex-boyfriend, the Jackal, that's killing everyone. Yes, did you know they were lovers? I don't know whether they were lovers or not, but... Oh, they definitely were. I was picking up on those. This sounds like rumors and hearsay. The sadness... And also, it also sounds like none of our business. Prime Minister. The sad, the, the sad eyes on that bird, man. You saw his eyes. They were sad, sunken. Black. Did you see... Did you, see, you didn't know. He wears a mask. Kenzo. You didn't see. Oh, he you know what, Kenzo? Mask. It was the mask. Yes, it was the mask. The sad mask. So that's not his mask. face. Then why would he choose such a sad mask? Why not a grimace? Anyway, Prime Minister, do you know for sure that these people were murdered? Or are they just missing? No, they're a dead body. And multiple. you're sure that he was the one who murdered them? We'll just say his kills are quite obvious. Oh. Does he leave like a like a letter? Like a Z? Like it's a, co- a calling card. No. Like a yeah. Zorro? No. No. <laughs> so you don't think giving Faye to him to be studied is dangerous? I don't know if it is. And it ought to be up to her. It is. Definitely. Yeah, did we agree to give her to him or just have her converse with him? I'm very confused. Uh, no, we're, we're definitely going to have her converse with him first, but I don't This know. is all on her terms. I just wanted your opinion, Prime Minister. You have context on both parties, more than we do at least. I don't like it, but I think we should gather whatever information we can. All right, then that's what we'll do. You can see uh, uh, Hannibal kind of looks very uneasy right now. He's kind of fidgety, not really making eye contact. So we'll wait till he finds us. That sounds like good radio. Yeah. Oh, you know it is. Waiting for Blood Raven. <laughs> Let's play poker until he finds us. We wait. We leave the Prime Minister's place and go to find Faye. So wait, your house. We go to your house. Yes, correct. <laughs> found you. Okay. <laughs> Tag. You found her. Tag, you're it. You get there and she's <gasps> gone. No. And there's a no, note. I'm just kidding. She's, from she's right in the bathroom. <laughs> Okay, can we just say that we kind of fill Faye in on everything that the Prime Minister said, and now we're going to wait for Nightfall to see if we can track down the Raven, or have wait, yeah, the Raven, or have him track down us, and then we can get this ball rolling. Does that sound legit to everyone else? Yeah. Yeah. What are you What are you guys gonna do? Like, you just gonna hang out at Locke's house all night? What What is the What is the plan when he shows up? Like, what are you guys gonna do if he shows up? You know what I mean? Like, what are you trying to? Should you we gonna hang out? Okay. So here's our plan. Here's our plan. We are going to discuss with him and let him know that it like it's gonna be on Faye's terms, right? She's going to discuss as much as she's comfortable with. She's not going to be taken uh, without her consent anywhere she does not want to go. And at that point, then he can get as much information, like I said, that she's willing to share. And then at that point... And if she doesn't feel comfortable being alone with him, then one or two or more of us will be there with her. I say all of us. 
all of us have no, to go. She's not going to be alone. <laughs> Here's the, the thing. That's not a part of right. it. Right. Yeah. Like, I, so that's ha- that has to be part of the terms, I think. I, mm-hmm. I feel like Cannibal has tried to voice very, very much how, like, on Faith's side he is. Like, hey, like, be careful. Like, respect your privacy. Like, don't talk to her. Now's the time. Like, she's obviously a person who is in some sort of traumatic state. We can't get everything out of her. And we shouldn't be trying to this this early in our friendship or relationship, whatever you want to call it. However, he's also the type not to lie. So I think in his mind, the best thing he could do is try to resume some sense of normalcy and not hang out at Locke's house all day. He'd probably be at his house all day uh, until evening-ish time where they where he thinks that they would be more likely to run into uh, Blood Raven. I like just going to hang around and wait. You know what I mean? I think that actually makes a lot of sense. I'm into that. Actually, when you explain that the way, I kind of think Razan would do something similar. I don't think she would want to if she didn't, if she wasn't forced to just like spend time with these people, you know? Yeah, these people fucking suck. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm fucking saying. I think that's fine. Whatever everyone wants to do. And Locke's house smells like shit. What? Why? <laughs> Chemicals. Because we decided. Josh is a GM. Like wow, that's real. Smell the hides and feet. It probably just smells yeah. like burnt. It's weird. You would think it smells, you would think it smell, would, should smell like burns and chemicals, but it just smells like dirty socks. Stop it. That is not canon. <laughs> Shut up. It's canon, dude. It is now, baby. Locke is like a type A. She would be super on top of clean. No, she's not. Her fucking house is a mess until, yeah. Yeah, until hey, your you, friend came through. You said it she's was. the type of type A that doesn't care about her space. <laughs> oh, yeah? She's the type of type A that I made up. That's my own type <laughs> of type, type A. She's the type B of type A. Listen. She's the type B of type A. She's like, she's like maybe like numbers one through nine, depending <laughs> on the day. Yeah. Dogs. She's a one wing, one wing she's nine. The, she's the dog of the trees. <laughs> she's the dog of the trees. Exactly. Now you're getting it. Oh, snakes are the dogs of the trees. That's canon. Okay, fine. You're right. She's not type A. I don't know what type she is. I don't know the types. But Firehouse doesn't smell but like dirty doesn't socks. Smell like dirty socks. She's the type of person that would do her laundry every day. For God's sake. No, 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 no. It does smell like dirty socks. It's not because they're actually dirty socks, but it's because there's some chemicals you were working with that just happen to make the smell of dirty socks. So for all intents and purposes, it smells like dirty socks. Why are you making character choices? Because so. it pisses you it. off. You should have beat us to the punch. <laughs> what the f? What the f? Maybe if you thought about your character more you could have told us what the house was like when we walked in i'm so sorry i will describe everything in detail next time thank you thank you (laughs) (laughs) fuck you all right yeah razan goes back to her house it smells like dirty socks (laughs) yeah hannibal's for sure at his own house he's not here okay um so are you guys just gonna do your own thing hang out and uh wait until it's nighttime see if maybe you you run into this guy I think it's safe to say we like kind of reconvene probably like around like six or seven. Okay. And you guys are just going to sit around Locke's house? No, we'll like the bat signal. Cool. Uh, Hannibal, where's the bat signal? Over there. Oh, oh okay. Yes, cool. There. Thanks. Uh, it's the you, bird you didn't signal. Even, I, I want to let the audience know he didn't even motion with his hand. He just said it. Um, Maybe we should go to the same place we were the night before. <laughs> That's such a bad idea. Is it? None of those no. people were dead. <laughs> definitely not but doing he, that. He captured them, didn't he? He said he, no. said he would find us. We're good. Yes. I thought he took them. Steph, I feel like you've had a bunch of good ideas, this story arc, and Laura's had a bunch Wait of terrible a minute. ideas. What the hell? <laughs> Why? So from now on, I just want to say Hannibal was always wherever Razan is. And never, <laughs> never what where What ideas have I had? No. Oh, cool. Shane's found another way to rag on Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I love you. But 
and he did find a way to compliment me, which is the first time that's happened in yeah. a while. Yeah, come on, yes. I'll take come it. on, yeah. baby steps. I'll take yeah, one for the team. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's a great idea for us to go back because those four people that he knocked out, he just left there. There were so, five bodies. Yeah, I could have killed he them. He didn't take them. I just, Why did I think he took them? Mm-mm. He took Ezra. He just took Ezra. Yeah, he only took one. Yeah, he only took one of them. Okay. Do you think they'll be back after getting their asses handed? Like most yeah, students don't show up to the same, to the same place. place. Well, they just they know what we all look like, so I think it's a really bad idea for us to go back. Yeah. They'll for sure be looking also, for us. Also, Blood Raven said he would find us, yeah. so that's, right. I feel like that's also like, separate note. They all know what we look like, so we need to keep that in mind. Not they didn't all see us. Well, I mean, if you get knocked out, like you lose a couple seconds typically. They saw our but sometimes and you remember the faces. When did they get knocked out? And uh, Bloodraven hit them with his sleeping darts or something. His crow ring. At the very least, his they, blood they, saw, they all saw Arkov. Yeah, they didn't see all of sure. us. They yeah. saw Arkov. Yeah, both at the forms very least. of him. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I have to go back and listen. I don't remember when we all approached. I remember you ran up and like grappled someone, didn't you? What? No. Who? No. Who? Kenzo was Me? going to, Felix. and then he was too far away. Was going to. Yeah. Oh, he was going mm-hmm. to, but he didn't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Sorry, I, my memory is spotty on okay, that. Okay, let's just say it's evening and we hang out and see what happens. I honestly don't know what else we could do. He said he would find us, so I think yeah. that's yeah. on him. I think Hannibal would show up at Locke's place after, like, dark. If Razan is there, too, that'd be cool. Yeah, because we already established that we're sticking together. Yeah. These two. And in that time, I don't know how Locke's house is, but if there's any place that Kenzo can kind of set up his makeshift tent, it is... Erected. Kenzo just has a so tent like in a front tent, of her house, like somewhere outside on the patio. Yeah, inside of her house. It's literally like yeah, like on the, the front step, like in the garden or something. If you have a garden, Ooh, that sounds if you're cute. Lucky enough. So yeah, he's in there and he's you know you guys don't know what he's doing. He's just kind of keeping in there, drinking his mead and uh, smoking his cigarettes, cigarillos. All right, so we're hanging. And I guess okay. after this, after the sun sets, you guys begin hearing a. Uh, That sounds like hell. Why do we have to hear that after sunset? Because Kenzo is making crow noises outside. <laughs> trying to try. Crows don't sound like that. Crows sound. Oh my you god! Guys, you guys should I tell, Ken- you guys should tell Kenzo, Kenzo that. Yeah, I was like, I love the idea that Kenzo just doesn't know what a crow sounds know what like. Crows sound like. <laughs> <laughs> Le crow. <laughs> <laughs> Le crow. He's just making bird noises and they range. <laughs> Kenzo, what are you doing? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, the sounds you're making with your mouth. What? What is that? I do this when the sun sets. Always. Every night? Yes. <laughs> Why? Because I wish I could fly. Is that supposed to make you fly? <laughs> Think about this. Hold on. Before you say anything else, David, do you want this to be a thing that your character is known for? We have to ask you now. Yeah. Tomorrow when you because you only up. get one take back. You only get one take back, which was the voice. So you got to make sure. He just stares at Locke and Razan, who apparently is also in the door. Well, I guess. Are you trying to get the attention of the Blood Raven? You guys are all asking me really personal questions right now. I'm going back in my tent, my house. His tent takes up almost the entirety of like the stoop. <laughs> There's almost no way to get from door to stairs because his tent is blocking it. Oh, well, all right. Locke just looks at Razan. And all honestly, <laughs> I don't know how else this Blood Raven is going to find us unless he's been following us, in which case, doesn't matter whether or not he's making all these noises. 
Well, he seemed confident he'd be able to find us, so I guess we just wait. Kenzo, it's probably best that you come inside. There's also Howell's men that are running around. You don't know if uh, any of them could be looking for us, too. Let's not call any more attention to ourselves. Kenzo's not here. It's just us birds. We could play cards. Um, you gonna put money on the... You gonna bet? Sure. Speaking of money, uh... Kenzo, I do believe that you were keeping something from us. Yeah, I'm keeping my love of birds from you guys. No, the money you took off of those corpses. There was no money on them. I saw you take about a hundred gold out of their pockets. Roll a bluff check, Kenzo. (laughs) I was channeling my inner Laura. (laughs) Natural two. Natural two for a one. For a one? Yeah, dude. It's so obvious to everyone that he's lying. It's not even it's not even funny. It's kind of just disturbing how bad he has it gold was. Coins falling out of his pockets. <laughs> yeah. He says that and then drops a pouch of gold. And then, oh, so, so, sorry, sorry. Picks it back up. That was my that was my medicine. That was my medicine. <laughs> and uh uh, Mr. Talborn, I do believe that you are holding on to something for all of us, correct? Uh, I, yes. So if we are going to play cards the uh, proper way, I suggest you boys uh, spill the beans, as it were. You trying to hustle me, old man? Give me my shit. Arkrov gives Please. you the amounts of gold owed. Which does, is... Does uh, Kenzo? Because I will shoot you with a magic missile. Now Kenzo's like... Foz, do you not no. remember how much gold <laughs> that was? I have no idea. I don't remember taking it. It was it 45. Was yeah. Thank you. Oh, it was 45? It's 45 gold. You have a way to verify that, so somebody go check the episode and make sure, and I then did. we'll divvy that out. I do believe I am ready to play cards now. Yes. God Locket's excited, and she starts divvying out cards to play. Razan is going to check outside every now and again to see if she sees any sort of, like, activity or any... Okay. Roll a perception check. Okay. 23. Okay. As you guys are just hanging out for most of the day, it's real boring. Nothing really going on. I will say Hannibal doesn't show up until it's dark. Yeah, Razan doesn't show up until like 6, 7 o'clock. I would assume nobody would show up until it's dark. That's what I would assume. Well, I thought everyone had shown up already. Yeah. I was crowing outside. I specifically said, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. Trying to live some sort of sense of normalcy. No, I know, but I felt like we already passed this. Like it was like Yeah, yeah. So it's like like, like dark now. Yeah. Yeah. And we started this whole thing with like, he was making the bird calls. Like that was all when night had fallen already. Okay. Once the night kind of goes on for a while, you guys are hanging out. But uh, with that perception check, uh, there is a point where, uh, Razan, you do peek your head out. Uh, it's probably by, it's probably like after 10, maybe going on 11. And you do notice sitting on the railing of the stairs that go up to Locke's stoop, there is a literal raven just sitting there. Like a raven uh, raven? It is a bird. <gasps> you know, a big old raven. And you peek your head out the door and it's just sitting there. She kind of raises an eyebrow at it. And she walks outside towards it. As soon as you walk outside, it just flies like down the alleyway. Hmm. She goes back inside. I have a feeling he'll be here soon. Why is that? There's a raven outside. I know that sounds crazy, but... You mean a, a real raven? It flew away when I approached. Oh. Uh, it must have heard my bird calls. Uh, yes, that must have been it. You're going to get in on this game, Razan? Maybe... The raven wants us to follow it. Did you see where it went? Uh, Josh, did I see where it went? Uh, it went down the alley. That's all. It went into the night. So. Into the night. It went down the alley. Maybe we could follow it. I'm not sure. It's probably smarter than waiting inside. Unless um, he intends to break in here. I hope not. Let's go. All right. Couldn't hurt. All so right. we all, I assume all of us, or do some people want to stay behind? 
think probably all of us, including Faye. Yeah, no, no need to travel far. We're just going a little bit down the alleyway that her house is in to see if the raven's still there. All right. Now let's do it. Off we go. Okay, so we all go and Razan uh, kind of leads the way and goes in the direction where she saw the raven fly off into. Yeah, as soon as you guys walk out, you can see um, on like a like a banister of like another set of stairs or maybe like a like a balcony across the alley. Uh, you guys hear the noise ah! and there is a the crow sitting uh, across the alley from you guys. I think we walk in that direction. So as soon as you guys like start going, like it flies off immediately and it's going like pretty quick. If it is guiding you somewhere, it's not waiting for you. So what are you, are you guys going to just take off after it? Yeah, I guess we just keep following it. Okay, so it's kind of darting in and out of things. Like there's still people about, like it's only like maybe 11 p.m. So it's not like crazy, you know, busy, but there's still people out and about. So you guys are kind of like running through the streets. People, people maybe give you a second glance or something, but they don't really, you know, pay you a ton of mind. But um, you guys are weaving in and out of different alleys. You're crossing streets. There's this bird every once in a while will kind of, you know, make its way maybe through like a more crowded area and you guys have to just weave your way. Let's have everybody roll a perception check to see if you can kind of like uh, actually scratch that. It should be a survival check. See if you can follow the bird. Razan got a nine. 18 for Arcroft. 19 for Hannibal. Natural 20 for a 27 for a lock. (laughs) Hello. And a 10 for Kenzo. Uh, okay, so with you, you know, with Locke, as well as uh, the other folks who rolled pretty decent, you're able to keep tracking this bird down. And eventually, you guys kind of weave around. You, you chase after it for what's probably like 20 minutes. It does seem like it's eventually kind of weaving more eastward, um, back towards the center of the city from where you guys are at, at Locke's house. Um, so you're kind of running uphill towards the, the, I guess it would technically be towards the Ivy Ward, which are where a lot of the schools are. And eventually you guys actually see this bird actually flies over a fence past a locked gate. Do you guys think it was just a crow the whole time? Did we have fun? Was this fun? Or should we still follow it? Yeah, it got we us need out. to get past the gates. No, we're not breaking and entering. I'm sorry. Are there guards at the gate? No. Whatever. We've come this far. Let's just do it. And Lock, look at it, Kenzo. Since when are you against breaking and entering? Since I can go to jail. I thought you'd already been to jail. Uh, yeah, but I'm not trying to stay there. We basically have the Prime Minister's pardon. We can just say it was under a reasonable suspicion. That sounds good. Locke's gonna try the gate. Do you know what this place is beyond the gate? Do I know? Anybody know? You don't have knowledge local, huh? I mean, I live here. But you don't have the skill. <laughs> I do. Razan does. That's can she dumb. check? Yeah. I do too. No, what's dumb is when you say, I live in this place and you don't take knowledge local. I didn't have very many knowledges to pick from. Girl, you're an intelligence-based class. I only had two. 15 knowledge local. Razan got a 20 knowledge local. Ooh. A 20? Even, even that, it's it looks just like some kind of warehouse. Oh, so it's not like the entrance that, to another part of the city or anything like that? Oh, gotcha. No, it's just a gate to like this open, this kind of like wide open area. You can see there's a a large low building on the inside uh, attached to, I wouldn't call it a tower, but like a higher building. It's probably five stories up. So Razan, when you tell Kenzo that we have like the pardon of the prime minister, you see like this twinkle in his eye and he smiles like in this insane way that you guys haven't <laughs> seen him smiling. All and right, he, calm and down. And he says, he says, uh, uh, amnesty. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, calm down, Samurai. (laughs) (laughs) Only to a certain extent. Don't go around getting us in any trouble. Before you're done, he's already trying to hop over the wall. Wait. Razan just tries to pick the lock. (laughs) 
Um, so locks. You said you walked up there first, oh, right? Okay. You walked up to the gate. Um, I was just gonna try the gate to see if it's open. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you walk up. Uh, roll a perception check, please. Lock. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. You walk up there, and you can see there is a chain and a padlock that goes around the two gates because it's like a double gate that opens up. The padlock is not hooked to the other side of the chain, so it's just open. Well, like the chain is wrapped around, but it's not locked. Like it looks like it was unlocked. It's made to look like it was locked. Looks like we can just go right in. And she kind of unwraps the chain from the gate and she kind of eases the gate open a bit. Should we go inside? Wait, what was that? What? Warcraft looks behind everybody. What did you see? Uh, It was was nothing. Are you all right? Let's go. I'm fine. All right. I see we move forward, but exhibit caution. Locke kind of nods and lets Razan lead the way again. As you guys uh, walk on in, you kind of enter this like large courtyard to this big warehouse, and you can see there's no lights in here. It's all just dark. It seems like it's not operating at this present time, whether that's just nighttime or if it's, you know, maybe not uh, in operation at all. You're not sure. For your knowledge, local uh, Razan, you do know this is like some kind of warehouse for something. I would give you more, but you having not been here super long, you're not sure what the business is, but you do see things like coming in and out of here uh, mm-hmm. during the day, the few times you've been around. So you know it's like some kind of storage warehouse. But you guys go through and eventually you do see like after a couple cause of this thing, you see this um, this raven is sitting up perched essentially like in the window, like on the outside, but in the window of like the second story of that larger, taller building. Let us try and go inside. Yeah. We've come this far. Let's go. Arkrav will draw his mace and is there a door on the first floor to this building? Uh, There does appear to be a door, yes. He'll walk up to it and test to see if it's unlocked. It is not. Uh, it is locked. Can someone help me with this? Let me take a look. Is it, Would it be a disabled device? Yes. All right. She's going to give it a shot. Okay. All right. So that is a 24. Okay. So you're able to get your picks in there. And as soon as you open it up, suddenly... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you, um, <laughs> you're able to unlock it with the 24. The doors swing open. And this actually opens up uh, from where you guys are standing. There is a staircase that seems to go up immediately um, to a couple of the other floors. Um, this area seems to be like a stairwell in and of itself. You can hear the raven kind of cawing like from up the, the stairs. It's yeah. kind of echoing throughout this area. We go up. Let's do Our it. Our will cast dancing lights and head up. Okay, you guys see these orbs all appear. And they all kind of cast light around, but you guys are able to start to ascend the stairs. You continue to hear this raven cawing. It constantly sounds like it's above you guys. Um, like it doesn't, it doesn't seem to get any closer and it doesn't seem like you should go sideways at all. It's continuing to lead you guys upwards. Uh, and eventually, um, you guys come to a final landing after going up what is probably probably five or six stories, and you end up at a door that is currently open to the what seems to be the roof. You can feel the draft coming in from being this high up. Rosanna's going to kind of... The door is open. She's just going to kind of get close, see if she can look outside to see if she can see if there's anyone out there or kind of see what's kind of going on before actually exiting the building onto the okay, roof. Okay, roll a perception check. Well, that was a natural one, so I don't think Ooh. she sees anything. Uh, so that's an uh, eight total. I mean, it's a it's a roof at nighttime. Okay. Uh, but you guys can hear the raven crow a couple times out there, and then it just stops. Let's just go. All right. You guys begin to go outside. Are you trying to be quiet, or what are we trying to do? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, quiet, but not like sneaking, just not trying to call a lot of attention. Hopefully, so she can see whoever's out there before they see her. Okay. Uh, so you guys walk out. There's not much up here. Um, you can see there's maybe a couple different like fixtures and everything for ventilation, uh, whatever is inside this building. But for the most part, it's just a flat 
You guys walk out into the night. Um, it's cold up here. You feel the wind kind of chill. It's kind of interesting. You guys can see a huge portion of the city from up here. You're only, you know, maybe six or seven stories up. Maybe, maybe probably six stories up. But you can see like the lights of all of Lowside and Ombrendale, Ironstead, all those places in this residential district on the far western side of the city. It's kind of great. It's kind of a nice little view. Um, but it's very secluded up here. It's not very, you know, loud. There doesn't seem to be a lot of people in this area because it's very, it's, it's a warehouse. It's not, no one's really working right now. So it's very quiet and still up here. You're just hearing the sound of the wind. Razan rolls a 17 perception check to see if she can see the raven. You look around and it is just dark. Mm. You only see your companions. Faye is looking rather skeptical while you guys are here. And eventually, like after a number of minutes, you do hear a voice from one side of you guys. I didn't expect you to show up. <gasps> we were expecting you to show up, but I guess we have to go on a wild goose chase. Thank you for finally arriving. It's a bit irregular. You said you'd find us, and I did. You sent that raven to lead us here, right? He just like kind of walks out of the darkness. Just <laughs> He just blatantly ignores the question and just comes out. So is this the girl? This is her. Faye looks at him like one eyebrow up like, the fuck <laughs> is this? So what's the verdict? She wanted to meet you first. She has. Did you not bring uh, Ezra with you? Once we come to an agreement, I'll drop him off. You won't miss him. So here's how we're going to do this. If you have questions for her, you can ask. This is all going to be on her terms. If you want to take her somewhere, it's only if she says yes. If she wants us to come, we come. He just kind of stares at you for a long while. I need to examine her. That's and what does really that entail? fucking creepy, man. He's not wrong. It is weird. I want to see what they did to her. Still fucking creepy, man. So do you need to take her somewhere? Yeah, let me study her right here on the rooftop of this warehouse. Faye, do you feel comfortable going somewhere with him? She kind of like looks around everybody and looks at this guy. She shrugs. Would you prefer it if one of us went with you or all of us? Like as soon as you said, he goes, that's not happening. Well, if you want to study her and she doesn't feel comfortable going alone, then yes, it is happening. She hasn't said that yet. <laughs> Faye. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Kenzo just laughs. Faye, do you feel comfortable going with him without any of us a- accompanying you? Kind of looks around a bit and thinks. Can we at least know where you're taking her? No. Can we have means to communicate with her while you've taken her? <sighs> we have no reason to trust you. The same you have no reason to trust us. I'm not asking you to trust me. I'm asking you to work with me. You're um... asking us to take this girl who's clearly gone through trauma. I'm not going to hurt her. In order to believe you, we'd have to trust you, wouldn't you say? No. Yeah, we're on really uneven ground with you, man. How are you going to assure us that her safety is going to be a priority? Because I'm not a fucking killer. According to the Prime Minister, you are. Oh. Uh, After you say that, he just, you see the head kind of cocked to one side. The Prime Minister doesn't know what she's talking about. I didn't say I believed her. What the fuck? But it's given us reason to question. If it wasn't for me, all five of you would be rotting in one of Bestlove's dungeons right now. And we thank you for everything you've done for us. But we want to make sure that Faye here isn't going to be rotting in your dungeon anytime soon either. I have reason to believe they're experimenting on people. That would make sense. And it seems like they did something to this one. If I can examine what they've done to her, I may be able to figure out what they're trying to do. I don't think their point is to take people in and mute them. There's no point in that. There's no money in that. There's no power in that. This seems like a failure with an unfortunate consequence. Interesting. I want to get to the bottom of this. Not for my sake, not for your sake, not even for her sake, but for the city's sake. People like this 
shouldn't be around, and especially not in power. Then who's killing in your name? Because what are you talking about? The murders that have apparently been linked to you, according to the prime minister? She can't have bad intel, right? I wouldn't call those few murders. Oh, manslaughters. I'd call it justice. That's what I thought. Uh, you think that Bethlehem's men are doing experiments and that Faye is a failed one. Is that right? I think they did something to her and the results weren't exactly what they expected. And I wouldn't call them Bethlehem's men. He's not running this. He's not. There's somebody higher than him. He's not. I just don't know who it is. So Bethlehem's just a lackey. As far as I can tell. Oh, this is fascinating. Faye, it's up to you. Well, either way. Faye kind of like stands and thinks a little while, looks at you guys. She looks back at the raven and just... Nods her head. Well, there you have it. She's made her decision. How long will you be keeping her for? I'm not keeping her. If she wants to go, she can go. But it seems she wants the same thing that I do. We all do. If you wanted the same thing, you wouldn't be with the prime minister. Don't trust her. Like we said before, I we're don't. only with her because we have to be. Not that she's given us a reason not to trust her, but as I said, the pairing was not exactly voluntary. Well, he kind of looks at Faye and she kind of takes a couple like steps forward looks back at you guys and just like gives you like an awkward like wave like am, am i going now <laughs> what about the other half of the bargain you'll get your man when you'll get your man go visit your buddy sheriff Hadmore in the morning i'm sure i'll have more information for you and he walks over and you see this gloved hand kind of come out and like open like palm up and Faye kind of walks over and she looks back at you guys like as far as you guys can read no sense of what is needed she gives you the eyes of like this whole situation is fucking weird and she just like walks over there and just like confidently puts her hand in his hand and he just says it seems working together. And you just watch him like pull something out of his cloak very quickly and there's this puff of smoke. And as it dissipates, they're just not there anymore. Razan just kind of like chuckles a bit. I like him. <laughs> Me too. It's kind of it's kind of an arrogant cunt. True. Still like him. And let's be honest. We've delivered justice for worse reasons. Is that what we're doing? Justice? We killed four of Bessel's men because they attacked a bird. I'm sure whatever he killed them for was something worse. Yeah. I'm just having a good time. You keep telling yourself that. I try to every day. All right. So we reconvene in the morning and go to the sheriff. Right. And we'll pick up there next time. (laughs) All right. Oh, Lord. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening once again. A huge shout out to Sirenscape and Larian Studios for the amazing sound effects and music, as well as all the other composers whose music we use. You can check those out at podcallquest.com slash music and in each and every episode's show notes. Make sure to check out our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash podcalledquest, as well as give us a shout out and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at podcalledquest. And last but not least, thank you to all of you for listening and to our patrons for donating. We love you guys so much, and we'll catch you all in the next Yay! one. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Attack. Done. Who are you attacking? You miss. Oh, Natty 11. No. It's, it's AC a lot. AC a lot. <laughs>